What's going on everybody? My name is Drew Dickinson and I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of the Win the Ball podcast. Just a quick synopsis on, you know, what I'll be discussing and talking about mostly on the podcast and it will be predominantly Manchester United FC. Um, I'm a huge fan I, I have so much to say always. I'm um, just going to come on here, give my take, my opinions on fixtures, my opinions on results, my opinions on any news, notes, transfer updates, you name it. You want an American take, you want a unique, you know, unique take, you, you, you miss you miss the news, you miss SportsCenter, and you can't get to anything. So why don't you come on over here, jump on Win the Ball podcast, and I'll give you the rundown of all things Manchester United, all right? All right, so we're going to get right into it. We'll start with the Champions League comeback. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even know what to say about this club sometimes. They just they never cease to amaze me. Down 2 nothing at halftime. Storm back. Beautiful, beautiful through ball to Marcus Rashford from Bruno. Um, I... I I the kid's back, you know. Welcome back, Marcus. It's two and two so far for him. Let's hope Ole can manage those minutes. We cannot afford him to be out for another long period of time. Um, Marcus made it two one. Then a beautiful, beautiful. You know, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But a nice, beautiful flick from Cavani to to Maguire, who was just wide open on the far post. Uh, you know, as wide open as anyone shouldn't have been, and he slotted it in. Very, very, very beautiful. And, you know, for Harry, that's that's a redeemer. You know, he needed that for not just for, you know, to make way, make good with the club and the fans. He needed that for himself. That was a big confidence booster. Let's hope that this can continue. So at this point, it is now 2-2. And we're going to fast forward to the 80th minute. And sure enough, the redeemer had tied it. And the man himself, the GOAT, Cristiano Ronaldo, Viva Ronaldo, once again comes in the clutch for the boys and for the club. 3-2, and United goes on to win and is now top of the group. You went from a first half of shambles and the bottom of the group of the arguably the worst group in Champions League history. And you come back, you fight, you, you, you dig down deep. Ole made some really good changes in the second half, you know, bringing on Cavani to play with... With Ronnie at the same time, Jaden came on. Jaden Sancho, that is, came on and showed a good bit of spark. You know, I'll tell you what, Jaden's getting better. Every minute he plays, his confidence builds and builds and builds and builds. And that's exciting as a United fan. And that should be exciting, you know, for, for his teammates. Because once he gets going, once he gets cracking and, you know, gets, gets his feet under himself, Ronaldo could really, really see more goals. I mean, look, what did he have? 17 assists in the Bundesliga last year to Erlen Holland. So let's hope that Jaden continues this trend of onward and upward. All right, we're going to switch gears on to Liverpool tomorrow. Liverpool tomorrow. I, uh, I don't really know what else to say about the impact that this game has on the fans, that this has on the boys. They always show up to play, especially at home. United always seems to have Liverpool's number. Hopefully you heard that knock on wood. Um, 11.30 kickoff, Eastern Standard Time. Coming to you live from beautiful Manchester, United Kingdom, and the beautiful, beautiful Old Trafford, the theater of dreams. 
Let's get right into it real quick, though. Um, a quick note that has everybody a little bit worried. Um, one of my friends who lives over in the UK, he said he thinks that United is playing some games, you know, tricking Liverpool, trying to play a little head games. I can, I mean, you know, maybe. But um, uh, the Bruno injury, apparently he picked up a little bit of a knock. I'm not sure if it was in the game against Atalanta in the Champions League or if it was in training at Carrington. But either way, it doesn't matter. You know, Bruno not playing could, you know, real big impact, um, not on, not just on the field, but off the field with the fans as well. I think that just Bruno, Bruno's a type of player that, you know, he even said it, and I love the quote that he said, and I'm not going to say it word for word, but it was, it was, it was along the lines of, I'm, I make a lot of mistakes, yes, but I'm going to continue to make those mistakes because I'm making those mistakes trying to put my team in the best chance to score and the best chance to win. And I, I, I just love that. Um, who's, who, who could slot in to that number 10 spot, though? Going to be Paul Pogba? I don't know if Ole is confident enough to let Pogba pull the strings. I um, Can he? I think he can absolutely. I just I, I don't think that that's his. I don't think that that's Pogba's role for this team. I think that it would be better suited. And this is again, this is my opinion. Take it or leave it, like it or not. Um, I think Jesse Lingard has earned his spot. I think he has earned the you know earned the right to to play that number ten position in in place of Bruno. And Paul should get that start. And I think it would be great to have Pogba on the block with Donny Van de Beek. Each of those two facilitating to either Jesse or to Ronaldo, Marcus, Sancho, Greenwood, whoever starts on the wing, you know, maybe they lack a little bit in defending, but the attack would just be astronomical. But I just don't see it happening. I don't see Ole having any confidence without playing, you know, quote-unquote five at the back with that extra central defensive midfielder, whether it be Fred, who appeared to come off the game Wednesday with a bit of a knock himself, I haven't heard much about his injury, uh, you know, anything since he kind of was touching on that hamstring as he walked off and limping a little bit. But other than that, I, I really don't know. But um, Pogba, Fred, probably going to be the be the way that Ole goes on on Sunday. I, I, I see it being Marcus on the left, Ronnie in the middle. And either Greenwood or Sancho on the right. Greenwood's been hot, but he kind of he 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 has his moments, you know. But Sancho's the ninety million dollar man. Let's let's see what he can do on his natural right side position. That would be that would be awesome to me. Uh, with Jesse right in behind playing the number ten, and either Pogba and Fred, or you know what I would prefer would love, and I think everybody as a Manchester United fan would love as well would be Pogba and um, Donny Van de Beek which would be just really cool to see. But but on the other side of the other side of the line, Liverpool, they're absolutely flying. They are arguably one of the top 3 teams in the world. They have the best player in the world right now in Mo Salah, who is just absolutely flying himself. Sorry about the little pauses. It's um still early for me and I am drinking my coffee, so like it, love it, whatever. That's deal with it. Anywho, um, back to Liverpool, the Scouses, if you will. Gosh, I hate them. But um, you just can't deny Mo Salah's skill, Mo Salah's talent. He's world class. And I tell you what, 
you really don't know how good Virgil van Dijk is until he's out for an entire season and comes back and immediately makes an impact. Liverpool is so good with him facilitating from the back, so good with him in the air from corners, set pieces, you name it. Virgil van Dijk is the best center back in the world. And again, that's my opinion, and you can like it or love it. You know, I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet. This is the debut show. I um, I I don't want to clog your ears too much. You know, I don't want to keep being repetitive. I want to keep it week by week. And if any big news comes about... Oh, 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 I forgot, I forgot. Um, the United Stand, who I just want to say that I I love I respect so much what they what Mark Goldbridge and all of those guys have have going on and girls have going on over there with the United Stand they're just great um you know they were kind of my um uh, you know I look up to them as a podcast and as a show they kind of are you know my ambition you know who I who I would love to be like here in America I don't I don't copy that I'm not going to do a YouTube channel or anything like that yet I'm nowhere near that size or, you know, capable of doing that at the moment. I, I have my little in-house studio, uh, the You Can't See Me Studios here in Atlanta, Georgia. Yay, yay. But um, anyways, back to Liverpool and the game on Sunday. Let's just hope that United comes out strong. And let's get this W, okay? Let's get a win. Let's keep this. Let's keep it going. No more ups and downs. You know what? I, I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't expect United to win this game. Although they do show up, like I said, every time for Liverpool. I expect Liverpool to win this game in hand very, very soundly, 2-0. But what I will say is this. If the boys play good, Ole puts out a, a decent lineup, and, they, sh and they, they play like a team. None of this, you know, 11 individuals trying to play for themselves. If they play as a team and get some sort of tactical offense going or even tactical defensive plan going, I'm happy. Either way, viva Ronaldo, glory, glory, Man United. And I really appreciate you guys sticking around and hanging with me. I know it's a little choppy. I know I'm a little here, there, everywhere. But I, as I get going, as I do a few more of these, I'll get better. Uh, stick with me because there's going to be really more fun, a lot more fun things to come. And I really appreciate it again for you listening to the first episode of Win the Ball. Again, I am Drew Dickinson and... Try and join me again next week if you can, all right? Come on, United.